us as we have gone throughout this day. Hallelujah. Let's give him a hallelujah praise, everybody. Hallelujah. He deserves it. Hallelujah. He is our Lord of Lords and he is our King of Kings. Hallelujah. Father, we thank and we praise you on this beautiful evening, oh God. We just thank you once again, oh God, for allowing us to come in your house, oh God, to lift you up, oh God. For you are Lord of Lords and you are King of Kings, oh God. You are the Holy One of Israel. You are the Lamb of God. Father, you are the great I am that I am, oh God. And Father, we bless you this morning, oh God. For there's none like you, oh God. There is none to be compared on this evening, oh God. Father, we bless you and we honor you with the highest praise of hallelujah, oh God. We just thank and praise you for your mercy and your grace, oh God, that you bestowed upon our lives on this day, oh God, because it could have been us that have gone on into the grave, oh God. It could have been us that not even made it here on this evening, oh God. But Father, thank you for making a way out of no way for us to be in your house one more time, oh God. And for that, Lord, we give you praise, oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor, oh Lord. Father, we pray, oh God, that you would have your way in the midst of us on tonight, oh God. Father, that you would show up and show out like never before, oh God. Let your anointing have free course in this place on this evening, oh God. Father, so that we not leave the same way that we came through those doors, oh God, because we are going to leave refreshed and renewed, rejuvenated, oh God, within our mind, souls, and spirit, oh God, and empowered by and through your Holy Spirit on this evening, oh God. So, Father, I pray that you would empty us out on tonight, oh God, and that you would fill us again from on high with the sweet anointing of your Holy Spirit on this evening, oh God. I pray, oh God, that you would bless the furtherance of this service, oh God. Bless our pastor and first lady, oh God. Bless, oh God, our service on this evening, oh God. We pray that you would bless the speaker. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the anointed word that you've given her for us on tonight, oh God. We pray, oh God, that it would be heard in our ears and being sown in our hearts. And Lord, that we be doers of your word and not hearers only, oh God. And Father, we bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, O oh God. Welcome to Women's Week 2019. This is our 31st annual Women's Week. Amen. So we are having service tonight, starting tonight, November 13th. We have Evangelist Stephanie Johnson with us bringing the word tonight. Amen. We have Women's Fellowship Saturday, November 16th at 9.30 a.m. That's going to be held at Ron Hockwall Academies in the city of Walnut. That service is from 9.30 to 12.30. Breakfast will be served. So we ask you to come out, enjoy, and if you have any young women that your family, friends, nieces, have them come out. There's going to be a dynamite word coming from Evangelist Janine Horton Duncan. So please tell your friends, tell your neighbors, bring them out. She has a word for our young ladies. All right? Women's Day service on Sunday, November 17th. Amen. The service will be held back here at 9 o'clock a.m. Remember, on Saturday, Women's Fellowship is at Ron Hockwall Academy. That's in Walnut. And we will come back here 
on Sunday for Women's Day service. Amen? Lastly, the prayer line, the FCM prayer line is available Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Please join us as we bring our petitions to our Heavenly Father. The access code and phone number is in the bulletin. God bless you and enjoy the service. so delighted and so excited and so happy to be back home. You know, it's, we went to St. Louis, and it's just always good. I just enjoy being back in my bed more than anything else. I am so happy to be back in my bed. We have the split bed, and I don't feel Pastor when he turns over or gets up on that bed at the hotel. He kept pulling up the covers off of me and moving and getting up and you couldn't even I thought what in the world is he doing and I remembered that's how it used to be before we got to split the twin split beds oh my god pray, that is a blessing I'm telling you that might be the best thing since sliced bread <laughs> I am so happy to have with us some of our friends I am just I'm just shocked Mother Houston is with us. Oh, my God, I was so shocked. Oh, my. She is a big-time evangelist at the Church of God in Christ First Jurisdiction, so I am so honored. And I know she came out here for you, uh, Mother Johnson. So it's just, I'm just so, so, so happy to see God. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And then uh, Mother Johnson's sister, Sister Tracy Yeager, uh, is, uh, is assisting her tonight, and I'm, we're so happy to have them. Faith Center, let's welcome them. And to all of our first-time guests, we are so happy to have you with us. On uh, tonight, uh, I do want to say that uh, we're going to remember uh, Sister Narda in prayer and her family. Uh, she, uh, they found her sister dead on, I think it was Monday morning, and she had been, uh, it must have been since Saturday that she had died. They didn't, she didn't show up at work and they, so they went over there and they had to get, called 911 to get the police to go into the house to open up and she was on the floor. So we want to remember them in prayer. Narda is such a trooper. She is, uh, she's not afraid of death and they were thinking about speaking and bringing her sister back and then they went to the mortuary to see her and said, well, I think we, she looks pretty happy. I don't think she want to. Once you get to heaven, you can forget it. You know, if you're going to bring them back, you better try to get them while they're still, before they kind of already gone. Because as soon as they leave here, they are gone, and they do not want to come back here. This is not, not the place. Of course, we do still want to bring them back because we want them to be with us. But we're remembering Narda and the whole Smith family in prayer. This was her older sister. Okay, um, I am, oh my, can you give me that envelope, please? We had such a wonderful time in St. Louis. The meeting was simply awesome, as always. The speakers at the convocation are just so, oh, so dynamic. And, and it, was just, it was just wonderful, just wonderful, all week long. Blessed that on Monday when we were leaving, it started to snow. Well, you know I was calling. 
I was ruling and reigning because they were talking about how it was going to be really snowed on there by, I mean, it was supposed to start at 3 o'clock in the morning and, 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 and then the snow turns to ice and all of that sort of thing. But I decided that we have been given authority to rule and reign over the powers of darkness. And Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So since I'm a child of the king, we have been given that authority to rule and reign. So I said, okay, we've got to hold back this till we get out of here. And, and it did not start to snow until we were on our way to the airport. And it, we were just so thankful. Because I asked Pastor, do you know how to drive in the snow? Because we have a rent a car. And, uh, and we still had to go get some Chinese food. So, <laughs> just a little bit. Oh, my God. It was just, it was, it was uh, wonderful. But one of the cars had so much snow on it, you couldn't even see if it was anybody inside of the car. And I thought that was our car. Because I went in the Chinese restaurant and came out and thought, it couldn't have snowed like that before. <laughs> but it was, I guess they had been sitting there a while. But I tell you, <clears throat> of course, they have to de-ice the planes. Every plane has to be de-iced. And that takes about 20-something minutes, plus you have to wait at the gate until they call you for your turn. So that held us up about an hour. But we, <clears throat> we had a really good trip. <clears throat> and God has just given us so much favor. <clears throat> when we got on the plane, I had my carry-on bag, which had quite a bit of stuff in it, <clears throat> because you gather stuff that you didn't bring when you're coming back. And uh, it was really heavy and packed. And so um, this lady, this young girl, <coughs> can I have some water, please? This young lady said, um, Do, would you like for me to put, put your bag up? I said, well, thank you. And then the man that was sitting in front of uh, the row in front of us, he took Pastor's bag and put it up there. I mean, I love it when people do something nice because nobody, thank you. See, that was nice. I love it when people do something nice for, and I love being nice. My dad used to always say, <clears throat> it's just nice to be nice. So I'm just so thankful that, uh, thank you. Okay. called Evangelist Johnson. <clears throat> I do not know what's... Lynette? You have, you have your glasses? <coughs> God called Evangelist Johnson out of darkness into his marvelous light in 1991. After the loss of her mother at 15 years old and 18 years of drug addiction and alcoholism, she answered the call of God. She began her walk in sanctification under pastorship of Elder Henry Cole, Way of the Cross, Church of God in Christ, and committed her life to the Lord during a revival held by District Missionary Margie Houston. She was later introduced to Pastor James and Evangelist Regina Gates of All Saints Church of God in Christ, where she served for 25 years. The Lord sent her out to do the work of an evangelist at King Jesus Bible Way under Dr. Arthur H. Houston, where she serves as the prayer and Bible band president and leader of the Saturday, Sunday night evangelistic service, USIS, United Saints in Service for Jesus. 
Stephanie has served as the Sunday School Superintendent, Vice President of YWCC, Choir Director, assist in the Pastor's Aid Department, and whatever her hands finds to do. She also, she's also a licensed evangelist under the leadership of General Supervisor Dr. Barbara McCool Lewis and has volunteered with the School of Licensing, assisting National Evangelist Beverly Willis. She is a member of the State Missionaries Ablaze under the leadership of District Missionary Margie Houston. Some of her most recent spiritual accomplishments in the Lord have been to minister in Israel, minister to the women on Skid Row weekly at Fred Jordan's mission in downtown Los Angeles. God has enabled her to hold such positions as an office clerk, sergeant in the United States Army, casual at the United States Postal Service, Post Office, floor production manager, painting contractor, preschool teacher, taxi dispatcher, supervisor, and office manager. She is married to David Leon Johnson. She loves to preach the word of God. Her desire is to please God and to lead people to Christ. The greatest accomplishment of all is that God has saved, sanctified, and filled her with the Holy Ghost. And her endeavor, amen, is that he gets all the glory. By the grace of God, I am what I am. May God bless you. That's my wonderful daughter. Thank you, Lynette. Okay, now we're going to, are they going to sing? Is Norda here? Are you guys going to sing? After the, after the choir has sang, we're going to stand and give a rousing welcome for evangelist Stephanie Johnson. She spoke for us at Women's Fellowship, uh, I think not last month, but month before, and it was just awesome. She's been to Israel, and I mean, she's a real missionary. A lot of people have a title, but she's really a goer. She's doing the work of the Lord. And praise God, uh, I am, I'm not a goer, but I'm a sender. I'm a good sender. I work on sending people where they're trying to go. God bless you. After the choir, we're going to welcome uh, evangelist Stephanie Johnson. Amen. Okay, so we're going to ask. Over the busy highways and the freeways, from a long ways, Lord God, some of us came local, but you yet blessed us to get here. And so we are grateful. I thank you for your spirit in this place. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, right there, there's liberty. So I feel your liberty right now, God. I love you tonight, God. I thank you for these, your people, that you have allotted an opportunity to speak your word. You know what's needed, oh God. You know each and every one of our heart's desires. And God, I know that you're not here for naught. But you're here to bless somebody. Somebody came with expectation. Somebody need to be saved. Somebody need to be sanctified. Somebody need to be delivered. Somebody need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody need to be healed. Oh, somebody needs to be encouraged. So let your word go forth, oh God. Let your word do the work. Your anointing destroy the yoke. And you said when we go out and we preach and we deliver your word, that you would confirm it with signs following. And so we thank you for the signs that will follow. I thank you for the shepherd and the angel, Superintendent Gridiron, and I thank you for Lady G, and I'm just grateful to God, hallelujah, that you've opened up this door.
And so, Father, let your will be done and let your kingdom come. Have your way tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Praise God. Uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just giving honor to God on tonight. Tracy, let me know when 30 minutes is up. Either you or Mercy, whoever I'm looking at at the time. I don't know, but somebody you know. 30, 35 minutes. I'm giving honor to God tonight. And I'm thanking God for Jesus. I'm thanking God for being saved. Woo! I'm sanctified. And I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I don't have room for anything else. Now, I did all of that stuff when I was in the world. I had room for all that then. But now, I'm saved and I thank God that I'm full of it. Sometimes folks are full of a lot of stuff, but I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I give honor to Superintendent Gridiron, who's our district superintendent. I just recently met them a few months ago. Amen. And the Lord has touched First Lady, uh, Lady G. I, I wanted to call her mother. She said, no, 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 call me Lady G, Sister G. I said, oh, okay, I got to get used to that. Because I call my peers sister. But you got to earn the, the title mother with me. And so that's an uh, 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 endearing term that I use. And I thank God for you. I give honor to all the elders and the deacons and the brethren. Thank God for brethren that are in the house on tonight. Amen. And for the evangelist missionaries. And for my friend, evangelist Mercy Johnson. You know, they call one of these... Well, you know, we have, but she's my friend in the Lord, amen, and I thank God for her. I was taking care of my grandmother, and, and, and I would call her and say, hey, the blood pressure's up, and she's tripping. This, this dementia thing is going, and I don't know what to do, and I would call Mercy, say, okay, take her pressure, wait about 30 minutes, and she kind of calmed me down. So I thank God for that, and, and, and just the little things along the way. I give honor to my sister. Thank God for her. She helps me. I, I, don't, I ain't no adjutant kind of person, but she just insists. And so I have to allow her to do whatever God is putting on her heart to do for me. So I thank God for my real baby sister, same mama, same daddy. And I give honor to my spiritual mom. District Missionary Margie Houston. She ran a revival a long time ago at Elder Henry Cole's church. And I was in there with my tight jeans and my spandex, my, 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 my tank top with my cat eyes on it and, you know, my lokes on. And, and she ran a revival that I got saved in. And, I'm, I'm, and ever since then, I mean, you know, we spend time and hours, countless hours talking. That's my spiritual mom. And I'm so glad they made it. Just to honor to whom honor is due. Now that I've gotten the preliminaries out of the way, we're going to the word of God. Amen. I am a firm believer in the word of God. I have been convinced and persuaded and nothing can move me off of the fact that I know that God is God. I know that my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. And I don't take for granted what he's done 
for me on Calvary. The theme tonight, <laughs> wake up. Church, wait a minute, hold on. I didn't say that right. Wake up! Matter of fact, look at your neighbor and tell them, wake up. wake up. Now that's out of the natural sleep. But now that you woke, we're going to talk about being woke up out the spiritual sleepiness. Wake up, church. It's time to rule and reign over the power of darkness by one Jesus Christ. It's time for us to take dominion and take control. We were given dominion, but it's time for us to take it back. I think Shirley Caesar sung a song. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Said, I, I, I'm going to get back what the devil stole from me. Amen. And I tell you what, he ain't going to steal nothing from me. I gave him enough already in the world. He ain't got nothing coming from me. Amen. And when we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the power to resist the devil. There were several verses that uh, the theme is, is um, centered around. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, 4 through 6, Romans 5 and 17, and Romans 13, 11, and 12. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, Ephesians. Well... Yes, let me read Ephesians chapter 2 and then Romans 5 and then my focus scripture will be Romans 13 because that's what's going to talk about everything that we need to hear about tonight. Romans, um, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1 and then 4 and 6 says, And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. But God is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, he hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Romans 5 and 8 says, For God commended his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were out there doing our thing, doing what we wanted to do, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to die, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so we have been quickened together. We've been brought alive. The wages of sin are death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So we've been brought alive. We were dead. Some of us still the walking dead. Some of us still the talking dead. But we got to come out of the darkness and come into this marvelous light. Some of us are still under the power of Satan and under the uh, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places. Some of us are still under the, the, the dominion of the devil. But come out. We have to come out. Hold on, brother, because I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm trying to teach it the way God wants me to do it first. <laughs> so he have quickened us, and he brought us to life. I thank God. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. 
So I don't understand these saints say they got this and that and they still struggling with this and that and yet you declare that you're a Christian. Because if you've been made new, if you've been born again, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. And everything that you used to do and the way you used to look and where you used to go and who you used to talk to and how you used to go about your business is gone. I don't look like what I used to do. I don't look like where I've been. I don't look like what I used to, the life I used Because I was a drug addict and an alcoholic. For 18 years, I was out there. I was on that hard stuff, stuff that, that, that people I know now that was on it with me, they out of their mind. They crazy. They zombies. They dead, some of them. But God had his hand on me. God has his hand on you. And don't give up on your sons and your daughters. Because we're talking about dominion and power over the works, the, 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 the darkness of this world. The power of darkness. And we know who the author of darkness is. The devil. Amen. But everything that Jesus did on the cross defeated the devil. And so he ain't got no business defeating you if you're in Christ. Because we have been quickened together with him. We are a chosen generation. <laughs> Woo, we are a royal priesthood. Well, we are a holy nation. We are peculiar people. And he done chose us and he brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are royal priesthood. So what do royal priesthood do? They reign. They rule. A royal priesthood. I'm an heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. And everything that he got, I got. Whatever power he's got, I've got. Whatever anointing he's got, I got that. Hallelujah. Whatever, what, wherever I go and whatever I do, I got the same thing that Jesus. In fact, he said, greater work shall ye do than these. So we ought to be witnesses first. Somebody ought to be able to look at our lives and see Jesus Christ in us. Somebody ought to be able to look at us and see the change in our lives. Our family members ought to know there's a difference between clean and unclean. Our family members ought to know that you have put a difference between holy and unholy. It ain't just going to drop out of heaven like the rain. You got to put the difference there. I got to turn the remote if I want to look at something different. I got the control to do that. And you got the control to put it down. You got the control to live right. You got the control to talk right and walk right in Jesus Christ. If you have not been born again, you ain't got no power over the devil. Because the blood is not covering you. The blood of Jesus is not covering you. So first, we got to put first things first. And be born again. Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Nasa says, whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Shall is a definite word. That's what the Bible said. And if the Bible said, I'm delivered, I'm delivered. I'm not recovering. I'm delivered. I ain't just coming off and putting a little bit down and picking a little bit back up here. I'm delivered. Deliverance means to be set free from sin. I'm delivered. Glory to God. So I walk in that authority. I know where God done brought me from. I was big and bad when I was in the world and with my little self. Fight a man in a minute. 
Don't know, girl, better not come to me up to the top of my face. Look, get away from me, please. I was big and bad then. Oh, but thanks be to God, I'm big and bad in the Holy Ghost now. My boast is in the Lord, and I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Because he has done a great thing in us. And so we ought not be ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Because it's the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Thank you. Oh, God. Thank us. Lady G told me to let the Lord use me. Romans 5 and Shayalabo. 17 says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned. We know how sin came through the Adamic sin, the sin that Adam, Adam was the one in transgression. Eve just was deceived. So women, listen to your husbands, all right? Husband, follow God. Follow God. And we ain't got no problem listening to you. My husband, he, he done made a, he was a, a gangbanger, drug dealer, and all the rest of that that was associated. Tried to be a pimp, I guess. But God saved him, and he's an elder in the church now. He answered the call, and I ain't got no problem listening to him. He is my head. Women, listen to your husband. I don't care if they saved or not. The Bible said that they are our head. And before he got saved, the Lord had to fix me and teach me how to follow him. He is the head. I am his helpmeet. And I love being the helpmeet. I stay right where I'm at. Let him handle all that. Amen. But these are part of, you know, our lives and how we conduct ourselves gives us the rule and the reign over the power of darkness. Because when the devil wants to rise up in you and tell you, tell him off, give him a piece of your mind. But the Holy Ghost said, hold your peace and let me fight your battle. And then you learn how to settle yourself down and shut your mouth and learn how to take some things and hold your peace and watch God fight your battle. Then you become a ruler over the darkness. You become a ruler over the power of darkness. You get the victory over the devil. It's not this big, big, grandiose thing that we got to do. We got to get the victory within ourselves. And when we get the victory within ourselves, then we become rulers and we reign. Adam was given dominion. We take it back to the beginning. Always go to the root of the problem. Don't try to figure something out right there. Go to the root of the problem. Adam was given dominion in Genesis. He had power, he had authority, he named everybody. You know, he even gave Eve, and I don't know why he picked Eve, but he even, you know, he was given dominion. But because of sin, sin separated his dominion and his authority. If you wonder why things are not working the way you want them to work in your life, get rid of the sin, and then you'll have the power and the authority to do great exploits. Just get rid of the sin. Thank you, Jesus. But we have dominion. So I'm going to flip back over here to Romans 13, because this is it right here. Romans 13, 11, and 12. Thank you, Jesus. We, it, look. It's time. I think the wine has sung a song. It's time. To... 
Y'all know it. We are his people and we can do it. It's time. Time to make a change. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We are God's people. We belong to God. The children of the king don't lack for nothing. Not, and I'm not just talking about meat on the table and food and clothes and all that. I'm talking about don't lack for nothing. Of it. The, the children of the king have the same characteristics as the king does. They have the same character. The fruit of the spirit is God. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is the power. And when you have all that, you have rule and reign. And that knowing the time. Hey, glory. I'm at Romans now. Romans 13, verse 11 and 12. And that knowing the time. That now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. We are in the end times, are we not? The end times began when Jesus was born, but we are now in the last of the last days. And I'm telling you, this is the best time to be a Christian. This is the best time to be an evangelist. This is the best time to be a prophet. This is the best time to be an apostle. This is the best time to be a pastor or a teacher because now we got to cry loud and we got to spare not. And we, I, look, I'm glad for this time because now I can just throw it out there. Hallelujah. I can't butt them off you. I can't stroke and rub you. I got to tell you what the Lord said. And he said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and then I receive you. I'm getting ahead of myself, but know what time it is. Do you know what time it is? Check your watch. There's a perilous time, dangerous times. Men have become lovers of men, traitors and high-minded. Haughty is disgusting. Hallelujah. But knowing what time you live in, don't you see the writing on the wall? Jesus is on his way back. Know what time it is. The devil has escalated his game. And then the saints want to say it don't take all that. You better escalate your game. The devil has escalated his game because he got sense enough to know that this time is short. He been in heaven, so he knows what's there. And that's why he's trying to keep you from going. Hey! The devil has escalated his game. We are in spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm not wrestling against my brothers and my sisters. And I ain't wrestling against the, even the people that come against me. It's the spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we wrestle against. That's what our warfare is against. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Principalities and powers and against the rulers of darkness. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. But I want to... <laughs> Somebody don't like me, but that's all right. That's what spiritual wickedness and houses. That's what principalities and powers are. Hallelujah for somebody that don't like you. For somebody to be jealous of you. For somebody to be 
be envious of you. For somebody to be talking about for somebody to be lying on you, for somebody to be persecuting you. Blessed is the man that walking not after the counsel of the ungodly. And they mad because you ain't taking their advice. But God told me that I'm blessed if I don't take your counsel because you are ungodly. Thank you, Jesus. Hey. Hallelujah. But we got to put on the whole armor of God. The night is far spent. We didn't waste too much time. We have wasted too much time. Now the church is trying to get back. They shouldn't have never left. Now they're trying to get back to the way our forefathers was talking about it. But they shouldn't have never left. You should never leave home. Then you won't have a desire to want to come back. Continue in the things that thou hast learned and been assured of. Knowing of whom you've learned them. Continue in those things. We got to get rule and reign. We got to get control of this thing. Your children's deliverance lies in your intercession. Somebody prayed for me. I was laying in an alley. Man was doing everything he wanted to do, beating me down and dragging me to glass and rocks. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And somebody came out of their back door. I remember looking and I saw a light come on in the backyard. Man came out to empty his trash. He thought he, thought he came out to empty his trash. He shouted, leave home. That man got up and ran. Other situations I've been in where life, I've been in hotel, motel room where they bust open the door and clap the shotgun and blah, 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 blah. And I roll over on the floor. It's too late now. I'm here and I'm safe and I'm here to stay and I'm encourage you to go on and see what the end's gonna be because there's a crown waiting for me. Thank you, Jesus. There's a crown of life waiting for me and I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna do the work of him that sent me while it's day because the night cometh when no man work. I didn't go to Israel for nothing. Now I'm a national evangelist. I'm an international evangelist because I done been international. Hallelujah. And ain't no secret what God can do because what he done for others, he'll do for you. Just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on. The way may get dark, but hold on. The going may get rough. The going may get tough. Things may get rough, but hold on. Tell yourself, it starts with me. I got to come out. I got to be sanctified. He said, sanctify yourself, and the very God of peace will sanctify you holy.
You put the cigarettes down. You put the cigarettes down. Put that weed down. The devil's a liar. Put that pharmaceutical drug down. Over-the-counter medication, ibuprofen. You're supposed to take one, you're taking three because it make you feel good. Your pain was gone with a half of one, but you're going to take three. Put it down. Be ye clean. Be ye holy. Be sanctified. Thank you, Jesus. I keep under my body, and I bring it into subjection. Don't think I ain't been tempted to go back to a sugar daddy. Don't think I ain't been tempted to smoke some dope. Don't think I ain't been tempted to put Jack Daniel to my mouth. Put some Hennessy to hey, some drinky drink. But God has delivered me. God has set me free. And whom the Son set free is free indeed. And then he said, Acts 1 and 8, say ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses to me in both Jerusalem. I've been a witness in Jerusalem. Hey, in Judea and to the uttermost part in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy shout holy 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 and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and that perfect and acceptable will of the Lord. Not my will, but thy will be done. I remember when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane and he was getting ready by that boy, Judas Iscariot. But he went and he prayed and he said, Lord, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me nevertheless thy will be done not my will put your will under the carpet sweep it under the rug because it ain't gonna do you no good because jesus said i know the thoughts that i think toward you thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end he has an expected end before he knew he knew you, you, you before you knew yourself and your mama and daddy thought they was gonna have you. He knew you. Be thou faithful unto death. And I shall give thee a crown of life. I'm not gonna I could keep on going. Hallelujah. 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 Because somebody need a breakthrough. Somebody need to come out. Somebody need to be delivered. Somebody's blinded eye need to be opened. Somebody deaf ear need to be unstopped. God, oh God, oh God. He said, 
Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, keep on fasting. How you going to keep dominion, Stephanie? How you going to keep the rules, Sister Stephanie? How do we keep the rain after all that preaching you did? Now, now tell me. Somebody going to have something to say, trust and believe. Now tell me. How do we do it? The Bible said these kind come not out, but by fasting and prayer. Some of y'all ain't never fasted a day in your life. Start fasting. Start praying. Study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not be ashamed. You know why the church had the power it did back when they had the glory it did? Because they had fast days. They committed to those fast days. They had prayer meetings. They had shut-ins. But now we can't even come to church one time out of the week. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. God is a good God. Continue. Paul told this young pastor, Timothy, you can be seated, please. He told him to continue in the things that thou hast learned. If you fell off, go back. Do your first work again. You remember when you desired God. Remember when you would tell everybody, everybody, everybody. I mean, you, you ran out of tracks just going to the store. How many got, well, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. <laughs> but put some tracks in your purse. Put some tracks in your wallet. Put some tracks in the car. How many people come up to your car and ask for money? Give them some money and give them a track. Tell them this is going to be gone in a few minutes, but this right here. I tell them down at Fred Jordan Mission every Wednesday. I said, I own silver and gold, have I not? But such as I have, give I unto you. I'm giving you the answer. Jesus Christ. Because that's the permanent answer. Heroin is a temporary fix. And nicotine is a temporary fix. That man or that woman is a temporary fix. It's just temporary. But Jesus everlasting. Jesus is ongoing. It's continuous. Amen, amen. Be thou faithful unto death, he said, and I'll give you a crown of life. We're standing again. I'm going to stop right there because the Holy Ghost said that you don't want to you know, when I'm done eating red lobster, I tell him, bring me a doggy bag. We don't need no spiritual doggy bag because I don't have nothing to give out. But God is holding us accountable to rule and to reign over the power of darkness. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. We really don't know persecution. Because when I was in Israel, I witnessed people being actually persecuted for the gospel's sake. These people have to go, can I tell it, Mother? These pe people have to go underground and have church. I knew this was the church when we were driving around the corner. You drive around the corner in Israel, you don't know it's a church. It's dilapidated on the outside. They can't even give the indication that they are having church in there. Christianity only holds 2% of the population in the Holy Land. 
You got to get permission to leave out of Bethlehem if you're a Jew. And if you're not a, if you aren't a Jew, you cannot come into Bethlehem or Jerusalem. They will not allow you to wear a cross in Israel. It's against the law. We have a misconception in America and in the Western culture about what's really going on. But these people are being persecuted for the gospel's sake. We think persecution when somebody don't speak to us. Persecution. Pastors are being shot at and, and, and churches are being, I was sitting and, and I was like, Lord, just don't let it be bombed now. <laughs> I, I was sitting in a church where the Ethiopian Christians were worshiping. And, and, and church had been, uh, the Jewish Christians rather, that church had been bombed uh, 14 times and the pastor had been shot eight times going to church. With the man that he's been operating the Christian church in Israel. To praise the Lord with as good as we have it. That's why I stand up. They'll tell you. I'll take my tambourine. Don't nobody have to stand up. I need all the energy I can get. <laughs> but if don't nobody else praise him, you praise him. He woke you up this morning. Anytime he get ready. But I'm going to open up the altar right now. And I'm going to ask Evangelist Johnson to come and help me. And I'm wondering, do you all have any oil, Mother, or uh, Sister G, do you have any oil? Brother Deacon, is there any oil?